0: Siri, hello, Marcia.
1: <laughs> I, well, we've been chatting it up, but. I'm so happy that we could reschedule this. We had Mm to, you know, cancel for December 6th because of the weather. And I would apologize for that, but you live in Minnesota, so So you totally get it.
2: That's how it goes. (laughs) And we're
1: here to talk about still life. Mm -hmm. And um, you say that it's about a house, and the songs Mm -hmm. represent the different rooms. And Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to tell me what you mean by that.
2: For sure. Well, there's like the literal way to look at it, and then the kind of metaphorical way to look at it, but... Um, I was living in a house with a handful of other artists and young adult creative folks fun. during the pandemic. Yeah, it was fun, and then there were also really challenging parts about it as well. But family, yeah, yeah. it's hard. Challenges, yeah, yeah, when you're all in such close proximity, the things come up for sure. But um, one of my roommates, Adeline Stry, She's an amazing producer, multi-instrumentalist. So I was writing songs during lockdown and her bedroom was right next to mine. And so I would walk over and- we Convenient. Were, yeah, it was the most convenient record, most convenient and inconvenient at the same time. Cause we would, you know, work hard in her bedroom and imagine these songs and work on them. But then- We were so, like, the limitations were so real. Like, we couldn't go places. We had to, like, really be creative with the resources we used because we were just in this house. Um, And, yeah, all these songs were written, or most of them were written during 2020 and during the uprising in South Minneapolis where we lived. So we were just it was so internal, you know, this like lockdown moment that I think was very global for people, but then also the very specific scenario that we were in, in this neighborhood, stuck in this house, but also very connected to our neighbors and to these global events that were taking place just a few blocks away. And we were participating in it and also observing it and, talking about it. And these songs kind of reside
1: in all of that messy, traumatic, enlightening time. Did you go out on the streets when everybody was out? And I mean, was it scary to be around?
2: We were out on the streets, but we really, our house where we were living was just in the middle of everything. So we were really on our porch or on our front yard or trying to walk just even down the block like i mean the protests were you know like 10 feet from our front door and the uh, national guard was stationed outside oh, our right. house. Um, yeah, so we were we didn't have to actually really go anywhere. We were just yeah. In it.
1: What a different um, feeling. I mean, from mm-hmm. somebody like us mm-hmm. here, you know, seeing yeah. stuff on the news, it's just one picture in a box. Totally. You know? but yeah, yeah, to have it around you. Yeah, it it's got to be a really powerful
2: experience actually it was yeah I um I'll definitely be learning from that experience and the repercussions and the aftermath like for the rest of my life I'm absolutely yeah it's just yeah some I think that happens to everyone in different ways and at different times of like these events that really change everything. You're just in a particular place at a certain time and then everything's different after that.
1: Really? Yeah. (laughs) In a minute. I mean, the snap of a finger, really. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So all the rooms, all the songs, I had some that I, um, the summer storm for Charlotte (laughs) when I was, we were talking about how I envision things. Yeah. I I love love that song. I think it's beautiful. It's lovely. And, and it made me think of that, you know, that Andrew Wyeth painting of the lady it's yes. called Christina's World or something, and she's laying in a field in a summer yeah. dress and But that it came to my mind listening to that song. It was um, very picturesque in that's my mind. That's so cool. Yeah,
2: I love that. Good. <laughs> Do you want to hear the story I would behind love, that song? Yes, I would. It's related to what we were just talking about. It's so cool to hear your interpretation of it, and um, I think that's one of the coolest things about a song. Is yeah, it? it's different in everyone's mind. But um, Charlotte, where what I was thinking about when I wrote the song. Um, Charlotte is my five-year-old next-door neighbor, and um, in the week when the uprising took place and the state police were spraying so much tear gas, like, we couldn't sleep in our houses, we couldn't breathe very well, helicopters were overhead, just the smell of burning buildings, um... And this was true for me and my housemates, but this was true for everyone on the block. There were a lot of kids. Absolutely, yeah. That must
1: have been so scary for yeah. kids. Yeah. Well, that,
2: yeah, and who who knows how they'll remember those days? But um, Charlotte, who's five, um, during that same week, she was in the back alley learning how to ride her bike without training wheels, and during all this, during all of that, yeah. So this song I wrote while wa- kind of watching her. Figure out how to ride her bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I could play it right now. I'd love is that. I'd okay. love for you to. Seems like a song. pretty natural segue. Um, yeah, this is Summer Storm for Charlotte.
0: I did. Charlotte, it's been a hard month. The noises in the night, we all slept rough. Charlotte, it's beautiful, isn't it? The moon on the rooftops, the silver light. Dreams, sweet dreams, kid. I hope you find some peace while you're asleep. Thank mm-hmm. you. She'll try.
1: great to hear the story though cuz like i said mm. when you're when you're listening and just kind of going with the song closing your eyes and yeah i saw a field and a you know outdoor scene and yeah yeah i think that's and, in
2: there too yeah. you know there's um, there's so many stories inside of one song at least that's what you hope when you're writing a song right that people will find find what they need or what they see in it so. do you have
1: favorites that you wrote did you write all these yourself or with your friend and producer.
2: Addie. Yeah. Yeah. These, all these songs I wrote, there are a couple where Addie gave really great input on like, what if we went to this chord instead or helped me write some bridge melodies and stuff. Um, so she, I would kind of take first or second drafts of songs to her and then she would help me polish them up. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I did write these songs and, um, I usually am most excited about the song I just wrote. Like, it's whatever one is most recent. That's the one I'm most um, looking forward to playing next. But um, there are certain songs that seem to resonate um, pretty well with audiences, and I always look forward to playing those for people and kind of anticipating that... um, yeah, anticipating people's emotional reactions to certain songs. Because it does kind of, there are patterns that you notice when you're playing them every night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about me, because that's another one of my oh, favorites. Yeah. And that one references a river, and I mm-hmm. live on a river, and I spend a lot of time reflecting and thinking and sitting and my daughter and I had many many conversations sitting down there together and
2: beautiful that one
1: just yeah Yeah. that one just took me to the river and warm summer days oh
2: I'm so mm -hmm. glad
1: so tell me about that one
2: yeah that one is a little more abstract I was thinking about um just unconditional love that doesn't look how you thought it would if that makes sense there yeah yeah. (laughs) I mean I think that's maybe always how it works out but I, I was reflecting on the people in my life that had been so important but maybe weren't part of my everyday life anymore for various reasons and it happens. Yeah, it happens, but you just you kind of come to a place hopefully and I was feeling this when I wrote this song of like wishing them just the very best like from such a pure place of like I, I want you to be happy like wherever you are, I hope that you find your way and was sort of using. The river as a metaphor.
1: Well, the video that I saw—I mean, it was where was that shot by you? No, that wasn't me. (laughs) I suck
2: at all things camera, (laughs) but my friends uh, Eric and Sarah Elstrand—they're based out of Eau Claire, amazing filmmakers and photographers—and they actually did a music video for every song on Still Life. That's like this nature experience they're so talented yeah so. it is it, yeah a lot of really
1: pretty yeah. yeah the river one was really mm-hmm. beautiful
2: yeah it's like very familiar but kind of unnerving at the same time the way they filmed mm-hmm. it I find it's like oh we're walking through the woods and then it sort of has like a kaleidoscope effect yeah. to it where you're like what's happening am I on drugs no this is pretty like I don't know yeah it's <laughs> it, a cool yeah. feeling
0: <laughs> yeah it was yeah. yeah
2: yeah um should I I can play I'd love a? that okay yeah. cool there's going to be a little tuning cuz it's in uh, an alternate alternate guitar tuning All right, that's close enough for now. All right, this is May.
0: What we cannot understand See you.
1: Do you remember Eva Cassidy way before your time? I love Eva Cassidy. She mm-hmm. was pitch perfect, mm-hmm. but she had a very warm and soothing mm-hmm. voice to it. It was crystal clear, yeah. but you have a lot of that too.
2: Oh, thank you. That's such a you do. I compliment. I, yeah, she always sounded so relaxed
1: when she sang. But like, she was very. Did you read the book about her? She was no. a very nervous. Pers- really? Yeah. Very, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Mick What's... Fleetwood loved her and um, yeah. had her play at his club a lot. And, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, a real shy kind of person. Gotcha.
2: So uh, interesting. Yeah, the art, the the stories behind the the personality of the music, I guess, is always
1: interesting. Well, and I could ask you about that too. I mean, stories. But um, <laughs> I have this crazy fascination with how bands come up with their names and mm-hmm. i love to read the stories and hear mm-hmm. the stories about how they pick it because i yeah. mean it's sort of like naming your kid you want it to be good it's you know true. you wanted to people to recognize it mm-hmm. for who you are yeah so how did you and your bandmates? how did siri and yeah. the bandmates become humbered, humbered? Yeah. yeah how'd you pick it
2: I wish we had like a really interesting story. We, we don't. We, um, I was playing in a folk band called Undlin and Wolf, which Undlin is my last name and Wolf was the last name of my songwriting partner, Dexter Wolf. And we were kind of transitioning actually from what started as a folk duo into, I was just writing songs really fast and it was sort of like, okay... Um, is this band changing, like kind of metamorphosizing into something else, or is the band breaking up? It was kind of unclear, but we were um, just driving home from a show trying to find a name, and we were, like, so bad. Like, the, <laughs> the brainstorming, like, I was, like, elbow, fork. Like, we were just desperate. <laughs> I was naming things in the car, like, pillow suitcase and then I started naming things outside the car like cow horse like it was just it was pathetic and then we (laughs) passed by a town or I guess an unincorporated town called Humberd Wisconsin and I was just listing off signs at this point like I was like merge like I-94 Humberd like and of course that I said that out loud and all my um, bandmates were like that you should add that
1: to the actual list of brain oh, like names, it. yeah. Like, and it ended well, up and it's being still a story. It's still <laughs> yeah, an interesting story. There's, you know, like the dead Kennedys, which is awful, or yeah, you know, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Pertner Sandstone, Barbara. Everyone yeah. has a story. It's true behind the name, and I love the stories. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it
2: says. I think there's usually like something a connective tissue to a band name. That's
1: yeah, it says right. a lot.
2: Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
1: Okay, the song. Um, the John Prine tune were, yeah. were you a John are you a John Prine fan? I'm a huge John Prine fan. Yeah. Well, the pandemic obviously, you know, carved this slice of life out of everybody's lives, mm-hmm. you know, and whether mm-hmm. it's social, racial, mm-hmm. you know, economic, mm-hmm. everybody has been impacted. But yeah. that song is very much about what was going on around. So mm-hmm. how did the John Prine Thing come into it. I mean, yeah, i I really
2: um was just overcome with emotion on the day that he passed away. I think that was true for so many musicians and also yeah. people who really resonated with his music and his ability to tell stories. I mean, there's few people that did it as well and consistently as he did. Um, and I don't know if you remember, but on the day he passed away, there was a big, full pink moon in the sky. Yeah, I do and remember. Yeah. yeah, my partner, who's also a musician, he and I were just, like, so sad, and we went to this park in Minneapolis and watched the, the pink moon rise over the trees, and I ended up writing this song later on just about that and about everything going yeah, on that day. Yeah, with everything that was happening around you. And- yeah. Yeah, I'd love to play it. Um, buckle in, everyone. We're going to tune back up to standard. <laughs> Am I making you go back and forth? Because no, you do I, this I, at I, your own, you know. I do this at my own okay. shows. And, um, sometimes it's, like, fun to write in alternate tunings, for sure, because it kind of pushes your voice or your ideas to new places, But and then you're performing it, and you're like, why did I do this? Everyone has to sit with me now, but...
1: I think it's worth it. All
2: right, yes it is. Well, the story
1: is about the house. I don't know if you wanna, you know, sing songs in a certain, if you have a preference and which songs come next.
2: Oh, no, or, okay, no, good. not at all. Cool. I. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice that you're guiding me. I don't have to make a set list <laughs> for once. So this song is called Pink Moon for John Prine. I'm going to just make sure that that's a little bit closer to the mark.
0: spell to cast mine never seems to last longer than a midwest sunset wrapping around this city i'm walking through a purple dusk trying to clear the cobwebs and the dust of my own mind god i must have slipped into a slow rust the pain I was not as kind as I set out to be The pink moon, the bats swing down for bugs to eat I'm so busy doing nothing Watching days melt into weeks My friend is on the other line call the talk instead we cry the pandemic hit and her father died says the greatest gift she got was time it's so hard to breathe with a tight chest while gratitude makes dinner taste the best i'm making new meals out of leftover food so i can sit at the table and stare at you the pink moon there between sky meet that pink moon it's splitting like a melon it's sticky on my lips like secrets ripe for telling tomorrow i will try again to not break in two but simply bend with the wind and the and stars. Distant suns lighten up the dark. I suppose that's all anyone can do. And if you promise me, I'll promise you to revel in the beauty and howl like a fool. Raise my cup to the big pink moon for you.
1: Hopeful but sad.
0: (laughs) Definitely,
2: yeah. Those two emotions are very much in there. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful
1: song. Thank you. I see you just came off a couple nights with Peter Mulvey. He's Mm -hmm. a talented, super nice human being. Yeah. Did you know him before or was that your first time? Yeah.
2: Um, I have done the lamplighter sessions with him before. Um, I think it was almost like four years ago now. But we also did a run of shows together. It was like him and me in my Jeep driving across the
1: Dakotas well, that's <laughs> playing cool. house shows. Not yeah. on a bicycle, which Not is unusual on a bike. for him. I know, it's true. Wow, he must have thighs of steel. Yeah. <laughs> we should ask him. <laughs> I will next to yeah. my yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah I really admire him a lot. He's a great songwriter, and he really brings people together in a powerful way. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a very kind, generous person. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How do you know Peter Mulvey?
1: Well, we, we've seen him many times yeah. play. Actually, we were in Santa Fe on a vacation one time, and I said, Peter Mulvey's playing in this teeny little town, and it was kind of yeah. like a private gig. And so mm-hmm. we saw him there, and we tracked him somewhere else. and Amazing. And we had him here. We hosted him here for the Nicolet College Concert Series, too. Cool. And, yeah. Saw him in Three Lakes. Yeah, he's just, he's fun to see every time. He you is, know, he yeah, shows. he's such an entertainer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Really good songwriter. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what would you like to do? What would you like to play next?
2: Oh, um, uh, I'll do a song called January. Okay. It's a song I wrote um, in January 2020 when I was feeling really excited about the year to come. Had a lot of things on the calendar I was looking forward to. (laughs) Thinking about gigging outside of the living room? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, Yeah, I still like to sing it, though. Kind of try to capture that optimism.
0: Another year for the hopeless dreamers Stepping across the Milky Way like stones in a river was frozen so we went north January came in the night like a woman scorned we welcomed her in with a fire in sky set loose eating breakfast in bed breaking all the rules the future came with the new year stars in the rear view mirror it's all come to pass we're just in
1: The um, when did you start getting gigs, you know, outside of like I said, your living room and yeah. the yellow room?
2: Yeah, um, po- like after the pandemic hit, or just right. in life yeah. in general? Oh, yeah.
1: after, um, well, when did things start, you know,
2: opening happening up? Again? Yeah, I still feel like they're in the process of opening up now. Um, it feels like. I have been playing around the Midwest and everyone is sort of like cautiously dipping their toes back into playing shows. So it definitely doesn't feel like it's back full swing to me. Um, I think the festivals of the summer were like fun and outdoors and stuff. But now that it's back inside, it's like... oh. How's everyone feeling? Yeah. Like, there's I was just wondering some... how you felt safe wise yeah.
1: or you know, if you were comfortable with everything. And... Yeah.
2: I mean there's every scenario is different and I think being like an indie musician, like I've had the last like seven years to roll with it and be kind of uncomfortable all the time. And this feels different because it's so collective and shared to like not know what to expect or to have very right. little control over the situation, but Um, Yeah, I'm vaccinated. I get tested regularly and I love playing music for people. So I'm really happy to be out there doing it and then just trust people to make their own decisions of, yeah, what they're comfortable with and what feels right. And I just think music is so important and it's such a gift to like do it and to offer it up. So it feels important to just figure out the way to make it happen for people whenever they're
1: ready or meet them where they're at. Blue Ox Tilt, very, it was a very exciting and hopeful atmosphere. That's awesome. You know, in 2021, because I think everyone, some of the musicians I talked to were Mm -hmm. emotional about Mm. being able to be back out doing what they love to do for people. Yeah. Yeah. And the people that were there in attendance were Mm -hmm. just as excited. It was really a... It was a great experience. Yeah, it was a great experience. So. Yeah,
2: it's a powerful thing as we all like, jump well, back it's into. It. Music it is. a healer. Music is a healer. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also those outdoor festivals like Blue Ox are yeah. just—they're always such a
1: homecoming of sorts, and everyone gets to be together and celebrate it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was talking to the Han House Prowlers, and I said, "I'm trying to party like Dead South, but it's turning out more like Dead Old Lady." Could you-? <laughs> You wanna go oh, no. you wanna go see everything and yeah, you know You can't do you everything You got once in a while yeah. Too. yeah. <laughs> Take a shower, you know, yeah. eat.
2: For but sure. it's
1: it was a great time. It was really awesome to see everybody so excited to be back out mm-hmm. performing and dancing and
2: yeah. singing it. It was super yeah. oh it sounds so joyful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you want to do next? What do you want to, Well, I'd love to for you to tell me about your collaboration with Barbara too, and the yeah. Gillian Welch, you know, tune that you covered and for sure. uh and the um, nonprofit that the EP supports, Barbara's mm-hmm. EP. Yeah. Under the Covers? Is that what it's called?
2: It is. It's called Under I... the Covers. And um, I know the Barbro folks just from um, living in the Twin Cities. So I was we... going to ask you yeah. how you met, but yeah. Yeah, just sharing Bills um, over the last few years before the pandemic. And um, I was just such a fan. They're amazing players, such a cool... Um, meeting of talents in that band and then they're also really great people happen to be like funny and kind and easy to be around so it's easy to make friends with Plus, people like right. that yeah they contacted me during the pandemic because they were working on um, a collection of covers and um, we're looking for the right um, nonprofit to partner with so yeah i went into the studio with them all masked up and sang in a vocal booth um, and then I didn't hear anything for a while, but it just came out, and it turned out so well. And yeah, I feel really lucky to be part of it. I haven't I... heard it even. yeah. Oh yeah, no, okay. I'll, I, I yeah. should send it to you. Yeah. I don't know if there's physical copies of it. I think it might be just digital. I looked, for but now. I
1: couldn't find anything. So. Yeah. yeah,
2: and I'm um I'm blanking on the exact name of the nonprofit they partnered with for it, but I know it's. It... Is it a
1: food-based? Um, yeah,
2: I think it supports people experiencing homelessness in the Twin, Twin Cities. And, yeah, um, so I will review that because I should know. But um, so from yeah, but from what I read and from what they shared with me, it seemed like a powerful place to be supporting with music. And that it always feels good when the kind of music community can become a loop of just like spreading resources and and healing. And do you like to do stuff.
1: covers? I mean, was it fun for you to, because I know you're a fan of, yeah. of Gillian Welch. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I am. I love doing covers. I love singing along with friends and family, like in the living room and stuff. But I'm actually really bad at taking the time to learn them and really memorize them. So I'll learn a song, and then I'll play it for a week straight, and then I'll never play it again. Did
1: but, you come <laughs> from a musical family? I mean, um, yeah. played, you said they sang and...
2: There's people in my family that are very musical, and um, I grew up... My mom is a Lutheran preacher, so I spent a lot of time in church and singing in choirs and just sort of zoning out to hymns, and I think that really kind of seeped into my brain as a young kid.
1: A lot of singers started out in church
2: singing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of pastor's kids that are musicians. I run into them a lot, especially in the Midwest. There's a lot of churches here, but yeah, some there's some kind of overlap. I don't know what exactly, but it's a pattern
1: for sure. What would you like to do next? What should we do next? Um,
2: I'll do I'll do a song from Still Life called Plum Sky. When Addie and I were working on this in her bedroom, we kind of wanted to pay homage to Enya, who we initially got into sort of ironically at the beginning of the pandemic, because neither of us were very big fans of hers because we just thought our music was kind of boring. But we were like (laughs) playing it around the house as a joke because we're like, maybe this will calm us down. We're living in a global pandemic. Let's just blast Enya from every room in the house. And then the more we listened, the more we were like, whoa, there's some like really far out stuff going on. And then we learned that she like on average has a hundred vocal tracks on each song. Like it's wild. She's like pioneered this entire way of recording her voice. And we were very humbled. We were like, man, we were being such little brats kind of making fun of this. And then we we learned that it was. Very impressive musicianship. <laughs> and uh, no it, one sounds like Enya. She no. like she created this whole thing. I Anyways. think I have
1: one T V <laughs> way up on the top shelf of the stuff I don't, you know, listen to very much Yeah. now you got me interested. So I
2: know there's I... something something about it just really hit the spot and we were laughing the whole time that Enya got us in the end, but um, if you listen to the recorded version of this song on the record, you'll hear some synth in the background that's very much an imitation of Enya. All right, I don't have it with me today, just acoustic guitar, but it's a fun little tidbit for anyone who is really wanting to go down a rabbit hole.
0: hot and high if you don't keep an eye on what Trucks. I stack the crib with lady luck. Shutting down while the sun is still up. Another dream.
1: stripped down. I mean I like that song on the record too, yeah. but I, it's got a whole different, you know, kind of feel when you're just it's just you just and me. your guitar, your totally. voice. Yeah. It's cool how songs can kind of transform yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Tell sure. me about the bandmates, about you know, the people yeah. playing on the record. Or were they some of the people in the house with you?
2: Yeah, well, Addie is all over the record. She plays all the woodwinds and the synthesizers and lots of little bells and whistles that we found, like children's toys that we had in cupboards and stuff. And then we um, tracked bass and drums with Peter Korsfeld who plays percussion in the band, and then Pat Keen, who plays bass and lead guitar sometimes, and as well as percussion things. So, yeah, they're some of my best friends. I love them. We're excited to be touring again next year more full-time and yeah it, it was it was challenging to make the record all far away from each other because they did their parts um, in their own room masked up and all that um, but it worked we made it work so that was good <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: yeah so what are your plans where are you headed we're down the road what do you got going on
2: Um, Well, today I'm headed home for a little while, which I'm really excited about for a lot of the rest of this year, but we'll be kind of all over in 2022. We're going to be all over the Midwest and the East Coast and the West Coast, Ireland and the UK. So um, if you're watching this, wherever you are, we'll hopefully be coming to you in 2022. Yeah, great. Yeah. 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 Looking forward to it. Hoping that it's all possible and safe to do next year. Fingers crossed.
1: Well, you're welcome to play, keep playing. I mean, there's plenty of songs on there. I'd love to hear them.
2: Um, Yeah, maybe I'll do... We're still good on time. Still good? Okay. Yeah, like a couple more or or one more? Sure, sure.
1: Whatever you're comfortable with.
2: Okay. Yeah. I don't perform this one very often because it's such a weirdly produced one in a a really cool way, but it's sort of hard to replicate, but um, I'll give it a whirl. It's called Stone Giant. I like this one. Yeah, it's a fun one.
0: My love turned to stone, the giant of my heart. heart turned to stone too
2: I'll I'll do one song to just one more song to say goodbye. Okay, cool. Getting the thumbs up from Scott back
1: there. Is that right? Okay.
2: <laughs> um, thanks to WXPR and anyone who's listening. Or oh, watching. thank you. This is really fun You've to be here. You've been a lovely guest. Yeah. And, thanks for having
1: me. And thank chat. you, Karen. Thank for, you, Karen. Yes. <laughs> your PR woman who thinks you are absolutely amazing and isn't afraid to tell the world, so. She happens to be absolutely amazing, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, This song is called On the Day We Are Together Again, and it's written um, within the Irish pub song tradition, which is a form of melody I've spent a lot of time with and have learned so much from, so... um, yeah, it's an amalgamation really? of many, many songs that I didn't write, but that sort of belong to to
1: anyone who needs them, I guess. Kind of Peter Mulvey vibe, because he's a, yeah. got that Irish yeah, vibe, sure for does. sure. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah,
2: so thanks for listening,
0: everybody. On the day we are together again On the day we are together again I will pull you in close Like a hoop with no end On the day we are together again We will share the same table again We will share the same table again I will pass you the salt, the candlelight will bend, when we share the same table again. We will walk around the block hand in hand. We will taco truck stand When we walk around the block hand in hand I will write you a letter for now I will write you a letter for now Hope is a message that survives somehow I will write you letter for now to the healers who keep us alive to the healers who keep us alive on the day we are together again, on the day we are together again, I will pull you in close like a hoop with no end, on the day we are.
1: was beautiful. Thank you. There you go again with those hopeful songs. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. You are beautiful and awesome. So are you. Thanks, (laughs) Marcia. Sweet. I'm going to get you that book, Eva Cassidy.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. What is the book called?
1: I can't remember. Okay. I read it so long ago, but I think there might be a copy over there. If not, I'll give you mine.
2: Oh my gosh, well, okay.
1: Yeah, no, you'll love reading about her.
2: Yeah, and I'll send you my book report. I'll write it out in poetry, and I'll mail it back to you. No. <laughs> or we can trade books. Yeah. You can send me your book, and I'll, based on our conversation today, brainstorm. Perfect. Some, something that you might like. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet,
0: well, it was really nice to meet you. You too. Thank you for having this me on your show. has been a lot of fun. Yeah, really fun.